Hey there, welcome to the Ketchup Corner, the podcast where we sit down once a week to discuss the latest pop culture and entertainment media topics. I'm your host, Cameron Tyner. Let's catch up. Hello, everyone. Um, long time no podcast. It's kind of crazy. I feel a little weird hopping back on here, but I do have some awesome things to talk about this episode this week so I'm really excited to dive into everything but um it does feel a little weird um after three three weeks of no no podcast um I've got to get back into my catch-up flow um which hopefully won't be too difficult um because while I haven't been recording my podcast I have of course still been talking about pop culture and entertainment news media all of that good stuff um so hopefully it won't be too bad um the past few weeks I think I explained I had a couple of trips to go on I spent some time at the beach got a little sunburn it's already wearing off so we're feeling good and relaxed and refreshed um and I got all moved into my new apartment so I'm just feeling good and feeling ready for the next semester to come the next the rest of the summer the semester I'm just feeling good I got to hang out with some of my favorite people spend some time doing some of my favorite things so I'm just feeling good feeling great um and now of course I am ready to talk about everything that's going on right now in the world of pop culture so um if you did listen to the last podcast episode you'll know that I kind of just let go of the um structure of the podcast a little bit and um I got some feedback on that and I think a lot of people liked that and um I liked it it was more chill for me and um sometimes just um like structuring out the podcast that part is really my least favorite part of doing this podcast I don't love separating everything out and coming up with this like outline every week um I think it can feel a little, I don't know, like, stiff, and I think just, like, talking about them as I would in a conversation, kind of like I did last time, just feels more organic and, like, chill to me, and, like, I want this to feel chill, I, like, want people who listen to this podcast to feel like they're just hanging out with me, and we're just, you know, looking at our phones and, like, seeing what comes up on e-news and talking about it um and so I think that sort of structure um being let go kind of helped with that and so I think I'm gonna try it again um and if I get some feedback of people saying you know oh I wish like it was more like it used to be when you first started then maybe I will go back to that but for now I just want to try a little bit more 
of a loose kind of fun chill podcasting format um and to break that down a little bit um I still want to keep a couple of like bits of structure like of course um I still want to do like my own like personal catch-up at the beginning like I always do just talking about what's going on in my life what's going on with the podcast and just you know just a little chit chat like of catching up with me before I get started with pop culture you're gonna keep that and then we'll just talk about all the stories regardless of what they're about um and so I don't have to categorize them um and I think I am going to be letting go of movie of the week um I just think it's fun sometimes whenever I've seen a really great movie that week. Um, but a lot of times I haven't seen a movie where I'm like thinking to myself throughout the week, like, oh gosh, I've got to watch a movie so I can have movie of the week on the podcast. And I think that's just a little unrealistic. And I'm just trying to like squeeze things in to the podcast when it isn't really natural. And so, you know, if I've seen a really great movie and I think I want to tell you guys about it, I'll just put that in somewhere probably towards the end because I want to keep it kind of structured like personal catch-up pop culture catch-up and then of course I love talking about what I'm reading even if I'm not always the most consistent reader throughout school um I am always gonna love reading and always feel like I would love to have more of an outlet to talk about it and so I think I've kind of found that here and I would love to keep that up so at the end of each episode, like I always do, I'm going to be talking about what I'm reading and how I'm feeling about it and encouraging or discouraging people to read that book um, or books. And so if I've seen a really great movie, I might just throw that in at the end. Um, but for um, for now, I think that's the, the structure that I'm going to go with. Um, so yeah, I think that's all the... All the I don't know what you want to call it, like, all the grounds we had to cover (laughs) before talking about what's going on in pop culture, um, so yeah, let's, let's get right into it. So, first thing I want to talk about is super recent, like, I'm pretty sure this happened last night, or it started kind of blowing up last night, and that is Kiki Palmer's boyfriend, kind of going off the rails about what she was wearing at the Usher concert. So if you haven't heard um, or seen the tweets, um, Kiki Palmer's boyfriend uh, tweeted um, while Kiki was at um, Usher's Las Vegas residency Um, and Usher kind of brought her up on stage, and he's, like, serenading her, and they're just kind of, like, dancing together, like, it was a cute little moment, um, and her boyfriend, whose name is Darius Jackson, he, like, quote, tweeted the video and said, it's the outfit, though, dot, 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 you a mom. Um, obviously, this didn't go well. Everyone dragged him rightfully so, because moms can be cute, moms can be sexy, like, they can wear whatever they want, um, and I think sometimes there can be a little bit of a stigma of, like, moms have to be more conservative with what they wear, and they have to look a certain way because they're a mom, but, like, 
I don't know, I don't really subscribe to that, so, yeah, (laughs) I think that was really out of pocket, but obviously, I'm not a part of their relationship, and, you know, if that's the way he feels, and he feels entitled to that belief, then I think maybe that's something that he should discuss with her privately, um, I just don't, I just don't really think that's something that needed to be on the internet, um, so yeah, then of course everyone started going crazy, and you would think that he would kind of backtrack and be like, oh, like, I was just kidding, or like, whatever, like, trying to make a joke out of, like, being jealous of Usher, you know, like, some kind of PR save, um, but he didn't, he kind of reiterated like what he was saying before and he said we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and he gets told how much of a hater he is this is my family and my representation i have standards and morals to what i believe um okay (sighs) that's fine but literally just 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 and like what she was wearing wasn't even that like crazy like she was wearing a bodysuit with like a mesh maxi dress over it like he hasn't commented directly about the whole thing but she did like post some photos from the night and like she even said she was she got like she could take more pictures but she was running late so, I don't know, and honestly, like, it's just, it's just such a weird situation, like, just stop, <laughs> just stop, um, but yeah, that, that's the first thing I want to talk about, because I feel like maybe there could be some developments in that story, in their relationship, like, who knows, I just thought that was really weird, like, and I'm surprised that Kiki Palmer's boyfriend would be that way, because she's so chill and cool and, like, funny and likes to joke around like that's just weird I would never expect that from the relationship that she's in but who knows who knows you never know you never know um the next thing I want to talk about is um Billie Eilish announced the release for the song that she wrote for the Barbie movie um it's called what was I made for and it's coming out July 13th And I think that she, in her tweet, it says 7 a.m. Pacific time, which is such a weird time to release a song, but I don't know. And then she posted in like a little like drawing of the Barbie B and I was like in black ink. Um, And it just looked very not the aesthetic of everything else that the Barbie movie has been promoting, but... I mean, there you go, Billie Eilish song for the Barbie movie coming out, which I wouldn't expect her to be on the Barbie movie soundtrack to begin with, so who knows, who knows, keeping us, keeping us on our toes, I guess, um, but I, I look forward to hearing it, I'll always be open to listening to a new Billie Eilish song, so look forward to that coming out soon, and the next couple things I want to talk about are Taylor Swift related who is shocked okay so as you're hearing this podcast it will be july 7th 
which is of course the release of speak now taylor's version um and i am truly 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 so so excited to listen to it obviously i'm recording this ahead of the day that you're listening to it so i have not heard speak now taylor's version yet but i am so freaking pumped i love it um and I thought I would go through the album and tell you which songs I am most excited to hear. I feel like I'm going to end up listing like every single song, but why not talk about it a little bit? So the opener of Speak Now is mine, which is just such a fun, happy song. Like obviously the bridge is a little bit emotional but the song for the most part is so good and like so joyful I think it's like a really cute summer song so like I first see it going on my summer playlist and I'm really excited to hear that one um and then the next one back to December pretty excited about I used to be obsessed with that song that's like the main reason that I'm so excited to hear is like when this album first came out when I was literally, like, 10 years old, I'd be listening to Back to December, like, all the time, like, reenacting the music video. <laughs> like, I had any reason to pretend like I related the, to those feelings. Um, and then I also feel similar similarly about Speak Now. Um, I was obsessed with that song. I was also obsessed with Mean um, and The Story of Us. Like, those are all the songs that I loved <laughs> when... I was younger, like, when this album first came out, so I'm excited to hear those for, like, nostalgic reasons, and then, um, of course, I'm excited to hear Dear John, I mean, who doesn't love Taylor Swift track 5, and this one, gosh, it's so good, like, every time I listen to it, I get chills, I almost cry, like, I'm so pumped to hear this one, um, and then what else, Never Grow Up, come on, can't wait to hear that one and long live can't wait to hear that as well and then of course all of the vault tracks i'm so excited to hear them so excited to hear Haley williams on there it's gonna be so good and then of course one of the hot topics of speak now taylor's version coming out is um better than revenge and if you don't know about better than revenge is a song by Taylor Swift that has been in recent years like deemed misogynistic which it is like I'm not gonna deny that um it's basically like your basic like story of like you have a boyfriend and you feel like this girl stole him from you um which I feel like is like a typical thing like he's she stole my boyfriend type thing um, that people used to say a lot, but now it's, I don't know, it's more out there to realize, for people to realize that, no, like, you're not getting your boyfriend stolen from you, like, if he, he didn't want to do something like that, something negative, or cheat on you, or leave you for another girl, or something like that, if he didn't want to do that, like, he wouldn't, and no one can make your boyfriend leave you for someone else everyone everyone is more comfortable with that idea now we're not gonna blame the woman for 
what goes on after the relationship. Um, and then also in the song, like, it says, you know, she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. Well, I mean, it's catchy. I'll give her that, you know? It's a catchy song. It's a good, good angsty song, you know? But, you know, it's misogynistic. We're, like, slut-shaming her for, you know, enjoying what she does on the mattress. Um, And so people were always wondering, like, will Taylor Swift record Better Than Revenge? And then, of course, we've all found out she is recording Better Than Revenge. And today, the lyrics to the song, allegedly have been leaked and it's seen that she changed the lyrics um and what they now say is he was a moth to the flame she was holding the matches instead of she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress He was a moth to the flame. She was holding the matches. I kind of like it. I've seen a bunch of people. Sorry, you know. Just got a little preview of me singing. Um, But I kind of like it. I think a lot of people have been hating on it and being like, no, give us their original. Which I do understand to some extent. Because, like, if you're still going to release this song of, like, she stole my boyfriend. Like, what's... What's slut-shaming on top of misogyny, you know? But, you know, this is Taylor Swift's album, Speak Now. Taylor's version, so if this is how she wants the song to be now, like, then so be it. Um, and I don't really care. I think I think I like it. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's in a hot topic, and still remains to be seen if that's actually actually what it says if that was a true leak or something else maybe ai (laughs) but that remains to be seen and then the last thing that i want to talk about about taylor swift that i thought was so so funny is the canadian prime minister justin trudeau he is essentially begging taylor swift to come to canada on the eras tour which i think is so funny um, so he tweeted at Taylor Swift and he said, which maybe it was an intern, maybe it was his social media representative. However, from his account, there's a tweet that says, it's me. Hi, I know places in Canada would love to have you. So don't make it another cruel summer. We hope to see you soon. And you know what? Like, I hope it works. Like, I really, really do. Like, why? wouldn't she go to Canada after getting this lovely, lovely tweet from Justin Trudeau? I truly don't know. And I just thought it was so funny. Like, I'm so looking forward to seeing what goes on there and if there's any developments in that story. Um, The next thing that I want to talk about is Colleen Ballinger. So, I'm not going to dive into this whole thing because none of us have time for that. (laughs) Um, But if you don't know who she is, Colleen Ballinger is a YouTuber um, and she is 
known for her character Miranda Sings, which you're more likely to have heard of. She's kind of like goofy, like character that's inappropriate a lot of the time and like has this bad sense of humor and looks kind of silly um and she's been famous on youtube because of marina sings for years and years and years and she goes on tour doing like comedy as miranda and she's currently on tour right now and honestly for years people have been calling out colleen for grooming and for being inappropriate with minors and you know just saying things she shouldn't doing things she shouldn't with underage people and just kind of getting away with it for a long time and I've seen this in years past and nothing's really ever happened but this time it blew up and everyone was hearing about it and Colleen was told by her management team that she was not allowed to comment on it or make a video addressing it and so she decides or make a video addressing it like speaking about it and so she decides to make a video playing the ukulele and singing about it which obviously (laughs) everyone clowned her for it like it's just so embarrassing and so disrespectful to the situation like if you're being accused of something as intense as grooming and you truly feel like you didn't do it like why are you making a joke out of it I just don't think that's appropriate just like people are saying all these other things you did are not appropriate like it's just really not helping her case you know so she did that but also she's currently on tour for Miranda Sings and it has just come out that her show's or one of her shows got canceled um, for August 10th. Um, it was supposed to be in St. Louis, Missouri, and it's been canceled. And it's saying the reason is unknown. It's being canceled due to unforeseen circumstances. Um, and then everyone is going to receive a refund who bought tickets. Um, I just think it's funny that they're saying it's because of unforeseen circumstances. Um... I don't think this is unforeseen at all. I don't think a lot of people are going to be interested in going to her shows from this point forward. So that kind of makes sense to me that they're getting canceled. Um, But I think what's left of this story is that it remains to be seen what she's going to do from this point forward. Like, is she going to take a break from YouTube? Is she going to quit YouTube altogether? Um, is she going to retire Miranda Sings? Um, I saw a video on TikTok of another podcast where these girls were talking about it and they were saying, I think the most public, like, PR thing you could do would be to toss it all on Miranda Sings, take a break from YouTube, and then come back, be yourself, continue forward with content in that way. Um... And just kind of being like, this persona of Miranda Sings kind of got, like, taken too far. And the inappropriate jokes got a little too inappropriate. Things got to a place I didn't necessarily want them to go. And so I think it's time to retire that character. And, like, from this point forward on the internet, like, I'm only going to be posing as myself. And I'm going to be authentic with who I am and being upfront about what I'm doing in my life. Um, and not hiding behind a character anymore. 
And, I mean, yeah, I think that's the best thing that she could do if she wanted to save her career as a content creator. I don't even necessarily think that would work, but I do agree, like, that's the best that she can do. And, you know, just say all of that and say, you know, in order to process this and reflect and make space for the people who felt hurt by me, like, I'm going to take some time away and then come back as myself. And I think that's the best thing she can do. I think that's what she should do, but it remains to be seen if she will do that. So, I guess updates to come from Colleen Ballinger, which I never, ever, ever, ever thought I would say on this podcast. Um, and then one last thing that I want to talk about before I get into things I've been watching, things I want to watch, and my books. Um, I want to talk about Instagram or Meta's new social media platform, Threads. The way I just introduced that sounded like... <laughs> I am doing an ad for Threads. We are supported by Threads here at the Ketchup Corner. <laughs> Just kidding. We're not. This is definitely not an ad. Um, but Threads is um, what I would call, and many other people have called, a Twitter alternative. Obviously, there's a lot of edits to Twitter coming from Elon Musk about like limiting how much you can read and how much you can look at and that kind of thing per day. And people are feeling very limited and controlled by that and Twitter is just kind of going to a weird place and so of course Meta comes and you know creates a duplicate app called Threads and the interface is essentially exactly like Twitter you've got your like main page I'm looking at mine right now you've got your main page of like all these threads or thoughts that people are putting out there they're just like tweets and then you've got your search tab you've got a create tab where you can start a new thread you've got an activity page which is you know your replies your mentions your like verified interactions um if people have followed you all that kind of stuff and then you've got your profile where all your threads replies and your you know bio profile picture all that stuff lives looks pretty pretty similar to twitter um and i gotta say i like it and i like how quickly all of the celebrities and influencers are taking to it there's tons of threads already on there like i've just got endless things to scroll through on my page already um and because it's made by meta it's linked to your instagram so when you sign up you can go through your instagram account um and it automatically kind of does that. So I think that's a nice way to make sure that people are becoming, like, coming onto threads as who they actually are. Um, I don't know. It makes me curious about if there will be, like, you know, like, Stan Twitter, but, st- like, Stan threads. Like, is there going to be this whole, like, subsection of threads that is, a, like, Stan Twitter, like, of people just, you know, creating content and talking about celebrities and, like, creating this whole other world where they aren't posing as themselves, they're posing as, you know, kind of a fan account. And, like, if that's going to happen, because you kind of have to come in through your Instagram account, so, like, I feel like you would have to have a fan Instagram account to then start a fan threads account, but I don't know. And then you can automatically, like, follow everyone on threads that you follow on Instagram, and it's just, it flows super easily. 
So, I'm interested to see if it kind of, like, takes off, like, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, Be Real, those kind of apps have taken off, or if it kind of just fizzles out throughout time. So, who knows? Maybe the next time I talk to you, I'll be viral on threads. (laughs) No, just kidding. I literally have not even made one post on there yet, but maybe I will. Um, so yeah, those are all the updates I have for you in the pop culture world, but in my world, um, I have been watching The Summer I Turned Pretty again. Um, one of my friends, Maddie, hadn't seen it, and so I've been re-watching it with her because the new season is about to come out on July 14th. Um, and we actually got tickets, um, because they're doing this, like, one-night-only premiere in certain theaters, so check theaters near you, um, and if you're an Amazon Prime member, you can get this for free, um, a free ticket, and includes a popcorn and a drink, and you just can go to the theater and watch the first two episodes two nights early, so it's pretty cool, um, but been watching that and just loving it again it's just like the best summer show like the sweetest vibes and it has the best songs and like it's just such a good watch for summer so I'm so excited for the second season to come out um so that's what I've been watching um and I'm hoping to catch up on season two of Yellow Jackets and season two of Cruel Summer and yeah I think think that's it in the bear um and that's pretty much it for what I'm watching lately but um since we last talked I was reading what lies in the woods and I'm happy to say I finally finished it it wasn't my favorite book that I've ever read but I mean I gave it three stars it was just like so hard for me to like finally get into but I did finally finish it And then I also read The Silent Patient while I was at the beach. And it was really good. I think I was expecting it to be a little bit crazier from what I'd, like, heard from everyone. But I still really, really enjoyed it. Um, And then I'm currently reading Romantic Comedy by Curtis Sinfield. And it is such a sweet and silly little book. Let me read you the summary. Um, a comedy writer thinks she's sworn off love until a dreamily handsome pop star flips the script on all her assumptions. Um, and then basically, that's all I'm going to give you because the description is so, so long. Um, but essentially it's like this fictional version of Saturday Night Live and there's a female writer on there and she thinks that there's this theory that all of these like average looking men that are comedy writers or comedians can pull these beautiful women who are so talented and so awesome and so out of their league and she's like that would never ever work the other way around until of course this handsome singer guy comes on this fictional version of Saturday Night Live and she kind of has some sparks with him and so I'm kind of seeing where the rest of that book book goes, and I'm really, really liking it so far, and I bought a bunch of books, I bought a couple books in New York, I bought a couple books at the beach, 
and so I'm excited to finish this book so I can dive in to my most recent purchases because new books are always the most exciting ones even when I have a million on my shelf already but yeah I will be keeping you updated on romantic comedy it's giving like funny you should ask vibes I don't know if you guys have read that I highly 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 recommend it's one of my favorite books I've read recently um And so I'm hoping I feel the same about it as I did about Funny You Should Ask. So, I think that is all that I have for this week's episode of The Catch-Up Corner. Um, Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm so glad to be back. I've missed doing this so much. And I miss talking to everyone about pop culture and seeing you guys engage with the podcast. But we're back and we're going to keep it up. And I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thanks for sticking around. And I hope to see you here again next week. Talk soon.